Hey girls, welcome to Girl Talk. I'm Heather and this is Created Woman's Podcast, where we are a community of women learning to dream, live life on purpose, and explore our faith. Every show, I get to chat with friends who will share their personal journey of discovering their purpose and running after their dreams one dream step at a time. Thanks for joining us. This is Girl Talk. Today's guest is really special to me because she's become a personal mentor of mine and is also a part of the CW Governance Board. She's smart, funny, and very stylish. But she is so much more than all of that, and I learned a lot over our conversation, and I know you will too. Melissa Grant is our guest today and is walking us through how to launch a business. I'm super excited about it because as some of you may know, we are in the process of launching a for-profit side for created woman called the CW Collection. And I am personally in the midst of writing our business plan and know how it feels to be really in over my head. So it's no surprise that as we talked, I took a ton of notes. Well, Melissa has been so gracious to help me along the way. And today she will help you too by helping launch your dreams in a real practical way, especially if it's a business. Melissa will share four components needed to help launch a business because, as you know, it's so easy sometimes to say yes to God, but it's in the how where we often get stuck. And since we are in the ministry to help women launch their dreams, we want to help you get unstuck and answer some of the questions you might have. So get your notepad out or your note app and get ready for some real tangible steps on how to launch your dream business. Well, Melissa is the owner of Crescent House Furniture Store, along with her husband in Austin, Texas, mother to four teenagers, and has a heart for mentorship. You will love her. So get ready for some laughs and real girl talk with my friend, Melissa Grant. Well, hey, Melissa. Hi, good morning. <laughs> good morning. Okay, so we are at your house. Yes. Which is beautiful. And quiet because the kids are gone. Yeah, I... I it is quiet. It's nice over here. It's cozy. I like it. I like it when the, when we get the moments of quiet. It's very nice. It's very nice. Okay, so we're here today to talk about how to, because you are like, for me, my friend, but you're also my business mentor. You're on our CW board. You do a lot of things. So before we get, we dive all into that, because I know we all want to know about it, I want just to tell everybody a little bit about our story yeah, and how we met, and who you are, because you're you're super, I think you're one of the coolest chicks ever, and everybody needs to know you. I think. Well, it's so interesting. So I moved to Austin. It'll be um, our anniversary. I moved here in August of 2015, and I was from Kentucky, and I was very plugged in in our mm -hmm. church in Kentucky, and I had a void when I moved here. I had mm. children, and I had a great husband. But I just had that void to get connected. Yeah. So I started just searching around and um, you popped up. And I think it was literally one of those nights at 2 o'clock in the morning, <laughs> I filled out the form. And it was yeah. asking me all these questions. And I think it was a while before we reconnect. We connected. Because yeah. we had business. I connect. I emailed you and we couldn't figure it out. Yeah. I was running kids. You were running kids. Yeah. Life was running us. Mm -hmm. And then we met for lunch. And I kind of fell in love the first moment me too. I like, met you. And yeah. then I think it was still a while before yeah. anything happened. Because yeah. 
life and kids and my business well, and your also, business. Well, also, you fill out this form to volunteer, and you have all this life experience. And I was like, I don't even know where to put you. <laughs> yeah, I get that a lot. <laughs> I don't know where to put you. And But through the conversation, you talked about how you love to mentor people. Yeah, it's been a passion. Yeah, and since then... You've done so much for Created Women and the women by donating your space for our events. But now you're on our CW board, which is really the, the perfect fit. I think that's why this whole relationship even started. Yes. Is so that as we turn the ship a little bit for Created Women and we launch the business side, you are really a huge voice in that and laying the foundation and being on the board to make sure that what we say we're going to do, I mean, the board basically holds all, it's all accountable. True. And you're that voice that helps well, do that. You're very kind. Um, but so it took us two years to get to this. It took us two years. Yeah. But I think it wasn't, we weren't, we weren't ready for each other. Yeah. You know, I mean, we just <laughs> That's really good. We weren't ready for each other. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so many things has happened to me in two years with the business mm-hmm. and with my family and with CW and with Gather Her. You know, it's just, I think it just, God was like, yeah, here you go, but not yet. I love that. Yeah. And we and got to know each other. We did. And we had a couple of really great lunches and mm-hmm. you came to the store and timing with everything. So I, I you know, in his timing, yeah. but it was just an introduction. And I think when you responded to me, it literally filled me up to stop looking. Oh, wow. And so I just was so at peace when I filled out the application mm-hmm. and you reached out. I'm like, I, I could check the box yeah. and handle some other things. I, I It literally quenched that desire to keep looking because we were plugged in at church and I was getting everything there. But that other part that I needed to be connected, I felt like what it was done. Yeah. Okay. So we, so just let's lay the foundation a little bit more so that our listeners can hear. So you are uh, on the CW Creative Woman Governance Board. Yes. And you have been since the beginning of this year. Mm-hmm. And, um, but tell everybody who you are. Well, that's a loaded question. <laughs> um, I am a Christian first, I think. Um, and I'm a mom to four. I am, they're not all my children. I'm fortunate to have, which this is, I think, a horrible word, stepchildren. Mm-hmm. And then we recently adopted a child. So currently in this season of my life, I'm probably a mom first. Yeah. Uh, my husband and I. But you didn't just adopt a child. You adopted a teenager, which I love. adopted a teenager. We um, we adopt. he was officially part of our family the day before his 17th birthday. Wow. And that was just in December. Mm. So it's another, that's a whole other <clears throat> pot of coffee conversation, yeah. um, which is pretty which amazing. that's great. We should actually come back to that later. We, we should. Yeah. So it, You'll it, have more to tell later, I'm sure. And I would love to let people know the stigmas with adopting a teenager. Mm. So it's just been, and it's, and it's been, talk about God. That was, yeah. he showed up at my door with this child and introduced us and um, has not left, which mm-hmm. has been pretty amazing. So that's taken a lot of our time. And my husband and I are small business owners in the Austin area. Mm-hmm. We actually work together, which works for us. I yeah. don't recommend it for the faint <laughs> of heart, yeah. but it works for us. And it's pretty cool. And it's been really well received. And it feeds our passion on the creative side and the career side. And that I think that's important for both of us. So what kind of, tell everybody what kind of store you have. We have a furniture store in Cedar Park. It's not your typical furniture store. So my husband opened the store six years ago. Mm-hmm. He had been in the furniture industry since he was 17. He started oh, wow. being a delivery guy. Yeah. He delivered mattresses. Then he figured out a way to buy them, deliver them, and sell them for a profit. 
then he started smart very clever and then from there he became a furniture rep he actually has designed Mm. and manufactured a line of furniture and when do y'all sell that i'm sure you do or does he do that anymore no but we're working on that again Mm. um you know one of the small things in your back pocket So then when he moved to Austin, he moved to Austin to open and start another furniture store for a friend of his, and they were going to build a group of stores. So the location we're in right now in Cedar Park, he actually found this building for them to open location number two, and they weren't interested. So that's when he decided to open his own store. And he literally met with, talk about God, he met with the guy. He had no reason, no backing, no credentials, no history to Mm -hmm. even lease the building, Mm -hmm. let alone go and buy furniture to fill up a 20,000 square foot building. And it happened. And then I happened to be one of his vendors and I sold to him. And that's how we met. I love that. What I love the story that I want you to tell, and then we'll dive into some business questions, is how y'all talked online as business, like emails. And because his name was Stacy. You thought it was a girl. You thought it was a girl. Mm So, and the other th- interesting thing is I was the sales and marketing director for this amazing company and because of the dollar amount he spent every year, he should not, I should not have handled him. Mm. I worked with Anthropology and Pottery Barn and some really fun big companies yeah. and we did product and development, but it was on my list and I just took care of him. So I would email him promotions and things and invite him to market and yeah. he was very responsive and a really good customer, yeah. but it was Stacy. And then, so my owner had been traveling all summer and had a, he had purchased hotels in, uh-huh. um, that had gone out of business over in France and art galleries in Germany that had shut, oh that had closed because of generations, you know, there yeah. was no one left and bought all these amazing things. So we invited, he wanted to invite eight to 10 cool people to come in that would appreciate the one of a kind. Yeah. And Stacy was on my list. So I picked up the phone to personally invite him and when I asked to speak to Stacy and he's got he was like this is Stacy and I was like well there you go <laughs> so it was really interesting and they still tease me in the notes I wrote in caps Stacy is um, not a girl ha 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 <laughs> and they left those notes in there and that was in November of 2014 wow and I moved to August I moved the following August to Austin I so love you story great story yeah it really sweet and it's 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 been the best thing that ever happened to me. Oh, a boy named Stacy. A boy named Stacy. Mm-hmm. See, I love that. It's a great story. It's a good story. Well, you have all this business experience, <clears throat> and it's a big reason why um, that you're on the board. And what we're seeing within our own community and tribe is that as we help women launch dreams and find their purpose, lots of those women are um, launching into opening starting their own business Mm -hmm. or you know there there's just these big things and so you can cheer people on all day long and say go girl launch those dreams and um but when it comes down to it there's some practical things um that you need to do in order that and in order to do that and even for us as an organization we're launching the for-profit side the cw collection and i'm in the midst of writing business plans and it's i've never done it it's over my head scary it's scary Um, And, you know, I thought about this the other day. You know, my favorite verse that I've said for years and tell the team all the time is Habakkuk 2-3. Write it down, make it plain so that whoever reads it can run with it. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm still writing it down, but in a way that is not journaling, but it has to be so clear Mm -hmm. about the vision and the purpose and the marketing, the funding that... I'm just I'm just doing that scripture more that I've loved in a whole new way, but it's scary, and I don't know how. 
and you are offering that support. And so I think a lot of women have the same questions I do. Um, and it, it's it's that in between of yes, yes, God, yeah. and then, but how? And, you know, and there is that fine line of waiting on the how. God does reveal that. And I know that I've been in that season. But for those women and that are listening that are in the how, or even that's going to be in the future, I want to speak to those women because you have launched businesses. You're launching businesses right now. And you're so smart in doing that. So let's just dive into it. Well, the biggest thing is we're all scared. Yeah. And I don't care who you are or how many businesses you've launched. I think we all have that Mm self-doubt. So what I constantly have to remind myself, and it's written on my mirror, and I I have it on random pieces of paper, is we are fearfully and wonderfully made. And we can't let go of that. Mm -hmm. And when we have let self-doubt or Satan tell us we're not good enough, we're not strong enough, we're not, you know, pretty enough, whatever creeps into our mind as women, we have to never forget that. And we also have to be afraid to fail. Yes. So many people are interested in your now, they forget Mm -hmm. the how. Oh, that's so good. And our how is a whole lot of falling on our face, a whole lot of no's, a whole lot of self-doubt. A whole lot of great girlfriends listening. Mm-hmm. A whole lot of patience from your friends and your family and your spouse and your kids, if you have kids too. Mm-hmm. So your how, and it's a little bit different for everybody. You have to have a purpose. You have mm-hmm. to be intentional. And it has to be more than a hobby. I have a lot of yeah. women come to me and they have these dreams. But at the end of the day, that's just a hobby. Mm-hmm. And, and, and so that's, how do you tell the difference? You kind of tell the difference with their passion and if it's just kind of a spur of the moment thing. But if this is something that's been in their heart since they've been in high school and in college, and you can tell they eat, sleep, walk, dream this, that's more than a hobby. A hobby is all of a sudden the latest trend or I want to do this or I saw this blogger and I want to do this. Oh my gosh, I just got married and now I'm going to be a wedding planner. Like. (laughs) That's probably yeah, a hobby. That's a hobby. I mean, you know, but now yeah. if you've been help planning. Which nothing's wrong with that, but you don't need a business plan for it. wrong with that. You don't, that's what you do on nights and weekends for your friends. Yeah. Um, now, there are some really talented people and they get really lucky. Yeah. But if this is something that's in your heart and in your soul and in your mind, then it then it's a plan and you, you have to pray about it. Mm-hmm. And sometimes a no doesn't mean it's a no forever. It could just be not right now. Do you know that I say that all the time? Real? No, you do not. I, sw- I promise. I say it's no for now, but not forever. Yeah. And it makes life so much easier because you feel the pressure of like, oh, I can't tell them no, so I have to do this. Well, I it flipped it around off. to be a positive. So now instead of no, not right now, I just say yes, but, but, not, later. To, but not today. Because <laughs> yes, I'm trying to get today. all that negativity out of my mind. Yes. So can we do this? I'm yes. That down. But not today. It sounds way better than no, not now, right? So, yes. And I even say that to my kids now, and they're like, yeah, 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 yes, but not today. Not today. But so it's yes. not a no. I know. I'll tell my girls, that they, Mom, can we do this? I'm like, yes, on Thursday. So you got it? <laughs> Same thing. We sure can. Yeah. On Thursday. And that's where we know we are yes. fearfully and wonderfully made. Yes. He does not make mistakes. We are his treasured possessions. Mm-hmm. And just like you tell your girls, yes, mm-hmm. but on Thursday, what do you think he's telling wow. us? Oh, that's good. He's telling us, yes, but on Thursday. Mm. So Thursday will come. You know, just, Oh, girl. Thursday is on its way. Did you know you were a preacher too? I did not. <laughs> I did, I, my kids think I preach at, yeah, a lot. Yeah. But it's. I um, love that. And you kind of feel it. You know, part of it is you feel it in here mm-hmm. when you get excited. 
when you know like he's working and you mm-hmm. hear you hear that voice and just you get these amazing thoughts and these amazing desires and he'll put people in your path and yeah. it sounds you know if you're not a believer people are like yeah 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 but people show up at your door yeah and they're here to help you and you just have to put a That's plan our story it really i mean i haven't yet had to figure out how i can help you you help me every day i'm gonna help you somehow but it's we put we came each other's path two years ago and then then oh it keeps and it keeps our our path keeps yeah evolving. Our, our walk is going and and as long as we stay true to what we think he has in front mm-hmm. of us and stay focused yeah and it's really difficult with all the distractions in life mm-hmm. but you have to and you have to be intentional yeah you have to realize there's a lot of sacrifices and if yeah. you're willing to sacrifice for your passion and your dream yeah. and it's not easy and you don't get a lot of yeses and it and it's it's a lot of hard work and it's 15 hour days and it's mm-hmm. missed appointments and it's missed opportunities and it's missed parties yeah. and it's missed sleep but it drives you and if you have that drive mm-hmm. you you can get there and yeah. you have to take if you listen to anybody that's successful whether it's an athlete or a business owner or a movie star or a record mm-hmm. singer anybody that's out there how many no's did they oh, get yeah. before they're here but they didn't yeah. stop and that's what you have to keep going and there's so many as we were speaking earlier this morning when you showed up we were having coffee how many people do you have at your disposal that are willing to help people and yeah. whether you're an entrepreneur whether you want a franchise whether you just want to volunteer at your children's school there's yeah. so many people now and we have access to so many ways to get help and you just yeah. have to keep trying to find the right asking. fit just like us yeah you know keep trying until you find the right fit yeah and no is okay and no is okay. Sometimes yeah. no is a blessing. Think about yeah. all those boys oh, yeah. that told us no, and we're like, oh my thank goodness, God. thank yes. You look on social media, you're like, thank you, oh, Jesus. Oh, yes. So <laughs> you praise those no's. Yes. Because that is yeah. his yes, just not today. Right. And when we push for the no to make it our yes, we just stumble backwards. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. as And as we get older and more mature, I think we, we kind of appreciate the no's. They sting a little less. Yeah. And we realize it's for a reason. Yeah. So one of my favorite scriptures is, you know, faith without works is dead <clears throat> and it's faith. And so, you know, lots of times we can get stuck in that, well, you know, I believe this is going to happen and this is my dream. So we sit and wait on it. So we have to put on some works. And so that's is kind of the how to. And you said that one of your questions that you get a lot from women is how did you get started? It, well, you know, I, um, like anybody else, I started with a, with a job, and I all and it's it sounds so basic. No, I love that. Good but job. you gotta get a job. <laughs> you can't sit at home and wait to make it happen. Yeah. And then when you're at your job, you have to do that job like you have the next job. So if you're in sales and you want to be a manager, you have to work like you want to be the sales manager, mm-hmm. and whatever that job mm-hmm. is. And if you work for a small business, you have to. You have to work like you're the owner of the company and you have to do your job so well that you're replaceable. Mm-hmm. And that scares a lot of people. Yeah. Every time I had a job, I showed up, I worked and performed like the next position I wanted for. Mm-hmm. And I did it so well that they didn't need me anymore. And then I just kept going. Yeah. And then with the business, I was fortunate to be in the wholesale industry because I found a job and I went after it. And it took me a while to get it. And I was in the wholesale furniture and accessory industry. Mm-hmm. And that's how I met my husband. And when we first got married, I didn't work with the company. I had another job. And then finally we worked together and it works really well. 
I do one thing and he does another thing, but it's not easy. Mm-hmm. And we show up every day and we put a lot of time in it. And it's mm-hmm. not, and it's not always great. It's not always glamorous. Yeah. As you show up always with your makeup on and your hair done and your cute shoes. <laughs> it wasn't that way every day. Yeah. And people no. don't understand when event space, space is falling apart and they cancel the event at the last minute or it's raining yeah. and your speakers don't show up. They don't see the how. See they just see the now. Mm-hmm. And you have to be willing to <laughs> suck it up and go through the how and put in the long hours. Yeah. And that's when you know that you're ready. And that's when you prove to people that you can do it. Yeah. And it's, it's not easy. And I think just you even touched on you have to put in the long hours that's when you really know, okay, this is not just a hobby. Or if we don't want to put in the long hours and the tears and the, then Sacrifice. maybe that is just a hobby for it's you, hobby which we all need hobbies. I mm-hmm. have hobbies. You need them. It's mm-hmm. what energizes you. Right. Um, so, yeah, I, I think that's so important that um, you do the hard work. And it's not easy. Any business owner is not easy. Any business owner, they're the first one to show up. They're the last one to leave. They're the last one to get paid. Mm-hmm. And they're the most excited to be there. Yeah. So, if, and it's, you know, it's when you would do it for no money. And when you're so happy to show up every day. My husband gets up every day at four o'clock. He can't wait to get into the store. And I feel excited every day when I walk through. I just get this jolt yeah. of energy every day when I walk through. And even when furniture didn't arrive, something arrived, broken, you know, you lost an employee, whatever. It's still a great day. Yeah. And that's when you still want to get up and do it all over again tomorrow. Yeah. And that's when. And it doesn't matter whether you're selling pizzas, you're selling makeup, you have an event business, you're a wedding planner, you own a daycare, whatever it is, when it's your baby and no one, no one, my husband has a saying, no one will rock your baby like you. Yeah. And you have to be prepared. So you have four kids. Yes. And so there's, and they are older. When they're teens. They can. 14 to 17. They can get themselves dressed. Yes. And that's, you know, so there's different seasons, but... What I love that I hear you saying is how early y'all get up. Yeah. There's 24 hours in a day. You can use choose to use them or lose them. Mm-hmm. And everybody gets 24 hours in a day, so don't you dare tell me you don't have time. Mm-hmm. We make time and money for what we want. Yeah. And when people and I don't give excuses. I don't take them very easily. And that's also how you can tell. And you find a way, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, especially as women. Look at whether you're a mom or a single mom or just a single girl, we find a way to get it done when it's important mm-hmm. to us. Mm-hmm. If it's not important, it kind of sits on the back burner and that's how you know. And the best thing, whether it's created woman, there's so many people out there will, that want to help and that are willing to help. Yeah. Whether you find somebody that convince you to write a small business plan, whether someone can talk to you about what they do, whether mm-hmm. you let someone shadow you, even in high schools now, they're doing shadowing programs for these mm-hmm. kids. There's somebody out there. You just have to be willing to get a couple of no's and to keep trying to someone yeah. opens the door. I want to say one more thing, and then I want to go back to the small business plan that you mentioned, because that's what I want to dive into. But you say you make priorities for things. And I've heard you say before that, yes, you get up early. Yes, you own a business. Yes, you have four kids, and your kids are going everywhere. But y'all make dinner a priority. Every night. It's the most one of the most important things. We have four kids. Mm-hmm. Um, we cook together every night dinner I would say there's maybe three nights a month we don't have dinner together mm. and it's whether I've got something we're running too many I kids I need your recipes if you're cooking that fast <laughs> it's you, you know I timed it once you can we can make a homemade dinner faster than you can run and go through drive yeah. through and be home and the kids mm-hmm. love it and my husband calls it come chop with pop so they help prepare or they yeah. clean up and mm-hmm. the 
most beautiful thing about our family dinners is our kids can't wait to share what they did for the day. Mm. How many parents have to ask their kids what they did and they talk over one another and we literally squeeze each other's hands under their table. They start their day like this. I woke up this morning. I had a smoothie for breakfast. When I was on the bus, (laughs) this happened. They go through every class. They go through lunch. They go through Mm -hmm. when they came Mm -hmm. home. They go through chopping with pop. They go through whatever's on their plate. And then they, and then the next person goes, what about me? What about me? There's no better gift in our yeah. lives that our teenagers want to tell me what's going on yeah. in their life. That's I, Yeah. Hey friends, I've got an exciting announcement about some summer fun we are having for Gather Her. As you know, we meet the second Thursday of every month for free. It's the best girls night ever filled with fashion, faith, and friends. We gather from 6.30 to 8.30, and we are shaking things up for the summer with our Gather Her summer series and pop-up shops all around the Austin area. It will be super fun as we travel to different Austin area locations for the months of May, June, July, and August. We just have so much fun with our girl tribe and would love to meet some new friends who haven't been able to come before, which is why we've decided to take it on the road for the summer. Last week at our May event, We were in North Austin at the beautiful Anderson Terrace, where we enjoyed live music, an amazing speaker, fashion partner, and launched the very first CW collection with a limited edition of candles and t-shirts. If you missed it though, no worries, you can join us next month for Gather Her. Ladies, our dream is to find our home for us by the fall, but we want to know what you think first. So follow along and let us know where you want to see Gather Her Summer Series pop up and maybe find our home for the fall. You can share with us where you would like for us to come by visiting createdwoman.net backslash gatherher or maybe you have a venue you think we could get together. Whatever the case, we can't wait to see you this summer for Gather Her Summer Series pop up. Also, I can't forget to tell you about this amazing opportunity. Each month at Gather Her, we always invite other women-owned businesses and companies who believe in our mission to be monthly sponsors. We would love to be a part of the personal dream God has given you, and we invite you to be a part of the corporate dreams God has given us. Y'all, it's so easy, and, and it's how we're able to invite women all over the Austin area for free to hear about Jesus and meet other women just like us who are learning to dream, live life on purpose, and explore our faith. So if you would like to be on the podcast, meet some super cool women, and share about your business, then visit us at creativewoman.net backslash give, and let's chat. Okay, well that's all for now. So back to our show with Melissa Grant. Okay, so small business plans. Yes, there are nothing small about them. Nothing small about them. Okay, so what's your advice? I'm, I'm just going to ask because I'm in that place. I'm starting out. You're looking. I walked in today, and you had already printed my business plan and already had thoughts about it. Mm-hmm. So what do you tell someone in my position the first step is? Well, I think the first step is you have to be real. Mm. You know, you have to truly be real and be willing to hear no, and maybe your idea is not so great. Oh, today. That is today. Today. It might be next Thursday. And you have to make sure that it's it's a valid, viable business. 
if you decided you're going to sell widgets, is there a market for widgets? And you have to just be realistic with yourself. Yeah. And then would someone invest in you? Because you're, basically they're investing in you. And do you have what it takes to get someone to give you money? Well, how do you know that? Great question. I don't know that you know until you don't know. Mm -hmm. Because how do you know? How did everybody that started a business, look at Microsoft, look at Apple, look at Google, you know, look at Melissa with Grace and Lace. You know, how do you know until someone stands behind you? I like that. I think you have to, there has to be a need in the society Mm -hmm. for it, whether it's in your tribe, in your neighborhood, in your world, or your passion to make it happen. Because everybody sells clothes. You can go anywhere and buy furniture. You can go to any corner and get a cup of coffee. Everybody has a car wash. They're everywhere. But what makes you different and what makes you stand out? Yeah. And it could be something as basic as customer service. It could be something as basic as your personality and people relate to your story and want to buy from you. Mm-hmm. So, But you have to find your why and your how. Yes. And that's how you have to get there. But then it has to be, it could be something at, you know, <clears throat> I have my passion. I have my why. I have my how. But if you're still just selling a cup of coffee and you're at a, don't open it next door to Starbucks. Right. I mean, you got to have some, <laughs> you know, there's, yeah. there's coffee stores, but you, and it, it, and it takes a lot of planning and a lot of preparation, but you have to be prepared when you're going to go sit in front of a board of people in business suits and there's 20 more people behind you and 20 more people in front of you and they've got a hundred thousand dollars to lend. How are you going to get your piece of the pie? Mm-hmm. And you have to be prepared to hear some no's. I like what you said, and I heard someone else kind of say it differently this week, too, and so I think that's why it resonated with me. Maybe I needed to hear it, was, how do you know it's all going to work out? You don't. You don't. And so if you wait to start something until, if you wait to start when you have it all figured out, you'll never move, first of all, and then all those things are probably going to change anyway. Yes. It's like waiting to have a baby. Is there any perfect time to have a child? No, there's really not. I mean, when you think about people like, oh, we're planning for, (laughs) what are you planning for? You're never going to have enough money. Your house is never going to be big enough. You're never going to have enough sleep. You're never going to have enough time. You're never, never, never. And then you have this baby and it's amazing and it's the best thing that ever happened to you. And a business is kind of the same. It's another Mm -hmm. child. It's needier. It's more expensive and you lose Mm -hmm. more sleep if that's possible. But mm-hmm. you have to figure it out, and it's, it's, there's no magic bullet, but you have to be, it's, there's so many pieces of the pie to make a small business work. When they walk in your doors or click on your website, you have to grab hold of them. And I think value, <clears throat> giving something, somebody for value, why you take their time, and you got to have a story. And why would I want to yeah. buy yours over someone else? you got to have a story. And as humans and as Christians, we want to help. We want to give back. That we yeah. want to be moved, mm-hmm. and that what what draws us to the story. Yeah. And then you have to just be ready, and you have to be ready to take. And there's so many critics out there, but you just have to stay focused and keep praying about it. Yeah. So you mentioned, is there a market? How do you find that out? Testing the waters, um, and then maybe you open your business and it's successful the first year, but you have to be willing to change. Because times change, That's style really change, good. people change, and you have to stay. Think about people that sold waterbeds. Are waterbeds re- relevant today? <laughs> I like how your analogy is the furniture. <laughs> That's what I know, right? But waterbeds, futons, yeah, they're not relevant today. Everything has a season. Very mm. few things stay, whether it's coffee. Look at the coffee industry yes. 20 years ago. Well, we right. paid six bucks for a cup of coffee no way. twice a day. 
I mean, if we're, you know what I mean? Like yes. that you have to stay relevant and you have to stay current and that's where you can't get too comfortable. Mm. You know, what's the, there's a saying about, um, a frog in a boiling pot or something. Yeah. Like, you know, like if it's in a slow temperature, he will cook it. Yeah. So you have to, but you have to stay relevant and you have to be, you can't get too comfortable in your own skin and you have to stay with the time and with the trends and whatever it is. And it changes. The furniture industry is always changing. And you just have to just be confident in what you know and who you are, too. It's a, it's yeah. a really nice mix. You also can't have too many outside influences mm. because everybody tries to make it about them. Explain that. So within our store, <laughs> my store has a personality. Everybody that comes in wants to change it. You have to kind of know what you know and be true to yourself. So that kind of contradicts what I just said, but not really. You have to know your business and know your customer and know your area mm-hmm. and not let it, anyone else take that away from you. And you get yeah. real easy. You always think somebody knows better than you. Satan is really good about getting in yeah. our minds and telling us we're not good enough, we're not smart enough. But when you can get it to the point that you've opened the doors and you have a business, that's where you have to go back to, I'm fearfully and wonderfully made and yeah. I didn't do this on my own and he helped me and I've got to stand true. And you're going to mm-hmm. get tested whether you have a bad month, you have a bad season, you have a bad design, mm-hmm. you also have to be willing to fail. Mm-hmm. We've put some things into the store that are horrible. And we're mm-hmm. like, what were we thinking? But if you're also not trying and growing, you're not keeping up and you're not moving forward. Yeah. I like how you talk about the personality. And one of the examples you've used that I've heard you use before is how um, the music. Mm-hmm. In our store. Uh-huh. And we, how new employees will want to change the music. We, we play really funky, jazz, bluesy. It's got a very eclectic style to the music. I call it Stevie Ray Vaughan music, it which totally I love. Is. It is. And um, it's my it's our own playlist. Uh-huh. People ask for copies of it, and we laugh. We're like, this is what we play at home when we're chopping yeah. with pop. But every employee, I would say 9 out of 10 come in, and they want to change the music. It should be more spa. It should be more Austin. It should be more country. It should be more jazz. It should be more this. Yeah. And it, no. It, it should not be. The store mm-hmm. has a personality, and your business will have a personality. Mm-hmm. We actually have people who come in just to listen to the music. Really? I'm not, yeah, they'll bring friends in. I had a lady in yesterday. Her mom was in from Florida. She wanted to show them her mom the store and listen to the music. And they just wow. walked around and just toured the store and hung out for a while and had a cup of coffee. So you have to be true to yourself. Yeah. And it's really hard I because like you get tired and you want help. Because you can follow the trend, like you say, and be relevant. But the foundation... But you can't be too trendy. Yeah. So it's like I contradict myself yeah. that you can't be too trendy. You have to be true to who you are. Yeah. But constantly changing and growing. Yeah. To feature... Because to, water beds. <laughs> if I opened up a waterbed store, I don't think I would get very far with yeah. it today. No. But you are opening a second store. Yes. And so how do you know, say someone's listening yes. and they have are in the position that they've grown their company, their business to scale, and it's time to go bigger. It's a market. You have to know your market. You have to know your area. So for us, um, we only, people are really going to drive so far to find you. Now we do get people, you know, we're in Dallas, we're in Houston and I ship, I've been fortunate enough to ship all over, but there's a need for it in other parts of Austin. Mm-hmm. And who doesn't need furniture in the city of Austin? So we're yeah. also in the perfect it's the city. fastest growing city. Yes. <laughs> so we're in the market is right for it. The timing is right mm-hmm. for it. Our furniture style is right for it. Our price point is right for it. Mm-hmm. Everything is right for it. So 
you know, we're in the right city for it and we know that where we're looking to build, there's not another furniture store out there. So we kind of know and we've done research and it's been two years. How did you do research? Um, we surveyed our customers. So that was kind of number one. We surveyed our customer base and we started asking customers questions and customers that came from that area, we would specifically search them out and ask them questions. Why did you drive to us? What made you come here? What made us different? And then when people come in and they said, oh, I bought here, I bought there. I, it was just very sincere. It wasn't, yeah. why did you not pick for me? But what made you buy there in front of instead of me? Mm-hmm. And when people leave our store and they don't buy, we try to shake their hand, thank them for coming in and ask them what we didn't do. Mm. What Clearly, we didn't do something right. What could I have done better? Mm. Because you left here without something. And then maybe it was inventory. Maybe no one asked them that. Sometimes yeah. they say, oh, I want this and this, and I have it in the store. Sometimes, whatever, maybe they're yeah. running to church. Maybe they already had everything, but you don't know if you don't ask. Yeah. And why not ask from the people that are inside your own building? Yeah. And that was one of the reasons we decided to build another location was from the feedback. I like that. I'm running it down. That's why, I mean, you're mentoring me all the time. Wow. So how do you... You know, I'm, I'm a big believer, obviously, in having people around you, mentorship. Who are you? Who do you keep around you to make you stay as grounded as you are? I keep a very, well, number one, my husband probably yeah. is the biggest influence in my life. Mm-hmm. He is so strong, so driven, always been successful, mm-hmm. and the most humble, kindest man ever. Yeah. And then we have a group of friends that we travel with, we shop with, we buy with, and we just encourage each other. Mm. We bounce ideas off of one another. So like-minded. Like-minded, same industry. Yeah. Um, and they've been doing it longer than we have. Oh, so yeah. So that's nice to have them. And they're in a different um, state. They're in Arizona. They have an amazing store. How did y'all meet? So how do you meet these people? My husband used to sell to them when they had their first small store 20 years ago. Oh, wow. And then when he decided to open his own store, he started reaching out to people to ask questions. What would you do? What would you do? And they've been amazing. So that we've, we're partners, but we're not par- partners. And um, they help yeah. me. Anytime we have questions, we reach out to them. And we travel. We just went to Indonesia together last mm-hmm. summer. We travel to India together. We go to market together. We buy together. We design together. Oh, wow. It's it's amazing. And I it's nice it. to have that like-minded support. Yeah. The people are in the same industry. And I think most people, if you're genuine, they don't mind sharing. They don't feel mm-hmm. that you're competition. I think locally owned competition is so healthy. Yeah. And when you're secure in what you're doing, what a better way and what a bigger compliment than someone to walk in your door and go... Tell me how how can how did I get started? How can you help me? Mm-hmm. Where would I buy? Where should I go? And yeah. I have people like that, fortunately, in my corner that help me. Yeah. So we've got you have to be real. Yes. Be okay with hearing no, and there has to be a need. You have to have a story. You have to have a story. So that fuels your passion, mm-hmm. and then be willing to change, and be around like-minded people. And be willing to fail. Did we say that? Oh, you did say that. That's a, that's a big one. Because you will. But what happens if you fail? You get up and you do it again. At the same thing? So how do you know if this is a failed business or a failed you know, to do? I think, I think that's a great question. And I think if it's a failed business, you just kind of know because you're bankrupt on every level. You're mm. mentally bankrupt. You're financially bankrupt. That's good. You know, there's, not, there's nobody coming in your doors. And if you're getting honest feedback from friends and family yeah. and mentors and they're telling you, 
I like this idea, but this isn't going, and you still go with it. Yeah. When you're going to the small business people or the, you know, the women's groups, and every mentor is telling you this probably isn't the best idea. Maybe try it like this. They're casually telling you that's not probably the best idea. Mm-hmm. If you still keep going and it fails, you maybe should have listened to them. Yeah, you know, because they've done it for a reason. Yeah, and there there's so many people in the city of Austin, and there's so many people willing. To, there's so, you open up your computer and Google, and so many people want to help and want to give back. Yeah, where do you find those people? Google. <laughs> Google is amazing. Yeah, Google is amazing. And you've you've talked about a couple of people that mm-hmm. that you've reached out to that help you. And there's mm-hmm. and for women, there's so many women's yeah. groups here. I mean, there are. we're so fortunate, and you can't be afraid to show up or be intimidated. It's hard mm-hmm. to walk in the door to be alone. But I think if you're in the right group, you just find it so warm and so embracing and they want to help. Yeah. If they're not wanting to help, it's the wrong group. Yeah. Okay, I want to ask a couple of hard questions. At least they are for me. Okay. Because we're in the park. So if you know you have a business. Yeah. That funding, it's like the word that makes me want to throw up. Mm -hmm. And you were in this position of having to get a lot of funding. And when I told you, we're only looking for this much. You're like, oh, thank God. (laughs) That's it? Oh my goodness. your business is going so crazy. Like, like, it's wow, not compared. girl, you've got it. You know, you have to be, you can't be, it, uh, fun. It's the F word. Yeah, the fun can, I was going to say, fun cannot be a four-letter word. It can't. Um, mm. You just have to, you have to ask for it. You have to be Where? like, everywhere. You have to let people know, I need X amount of dollars. Hi, my name's Heather. I'm looking for a small business loan, and this is what I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. Because if it's going to be a no, move on. Yeah. And they're going to be some no's. But if it's going to be a yes, and you never know who you say it to that says, you know what? I'm in a business networking group, and this bank is looking for wow. 10 entrepreneur, 10 small business women, and that's their budget, and you fit their budget. You need to, it needs to be loud and it proud. Be said. Yeah. That's really good. It needs good. to be a logo on your shirt. <laughs> Hi, I need 50 grand. You in, you out. <laughs> You win, you out. You win, you out. What are those dating that quick dating where you get five minutes in a buzz? Five minutes in a buzz. Your elevator pitch. The elevator pitch, yes. That's really good. An elevator pitch for funding. I'm writing that one down too. Do you remember the elevator commercial that was like, I lowered my cholesterol today or whatever? It was an old commercial and I think it was, I lowered my cholesterol. Anyway, you need to be in the elevator. I need (laughs) $50,000. Hi, I'm Heather. I need, and I just pulled that number out of yeah, the air. Yeah, I was about to say, I don't need that much. You just but need to start God. asking. Yeah. Because when we started looking, I we probably got 10 referrals of banks. Mm. Oh my gosh, call this guy. Oh my gosh, go to this bank. Oh, go here. This bank's amazing. This guy funded my business. This guy funded my business. And it starts to pour into you. We met a couple on a mission trip that owned a local um, company here that was very successful. And they became dear friends of ours. They're, they, um... We've gone on mission trips with them. We work on a local charity with them. They fostered a sibling group of four. Mm. So they've been very helpful with me, with my new guy. And he introduced us to his banker. We have another guy that we met um, at Market. He's extremely successful in the Austin area. He sent us his banker. But they didn't know until we started saying, here's what we're thinking about doing. Here's what we're doing. And it was like... We all have, call my yeah. nail girl, go see my hair guy, go see this yeah. guy, go get your shoes here. It's the same thing. Why do you think it's so, I mean, I know for me why, but why do you think people are in general, when we're starting a business, that part of it, the funding is so scary? Well, I think um, 
no one wants to have to ask for money. Mm-hmm. It's one thing to ask. We've been taught you don't ask for money. You pay your own way. Mm-hmm. Especially when we're strong and we've always supported ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a four-letter word. We don't want to be told no. Yeah. So I think it's a combination. It's probably harder for women maybe than men to ask yeah. for it. Yeah, I think so. For some reason. And it's in it, strong women mm-hmm. because I can do it. And maybe if I'm asking I'm a failure and we're not, fail and fund are two different, two different F words. Mm-hmm. And let's... Let's just get rid of it and start yeah. asking for people. That's and, so good. And asking confidently, I'm going to allow you to invest in my company. Do you want to hear my pitch? I'm going to allow you to help me yeah. grow. Do you want to hear my pitch? Instead of going, would you? I'm going to allow you. You know what I'm going to do for you today? Tomorrow at 2, are you free? Because I'm going to allow you to hear my business plan and see what you think. Girl, that's a drop the mic moment right Woo! there. <laughs> That's awesome. Start owning it because you're going to allow investors. And here's what's interesting. When my husband first opened the business, um, got a lot of no's. Mm-hmm. Two years in, oh my gosh, would you want a franchise? Oh my gosh, you want to move here? Oh my gosh, you want to move here? And so mm. hold your head. Know, know what you know yeah. and be proud of it. And don't you dare let anyone tell you. And you walk in in every meeting. You didn't want to invest. Okay, Next. Right. I'm going to allow you to hear my pitch. And I think, because I have just been feeding my own self with podcasts of business owners, um, because I need that reassurance all the time, because this is new territory. I've been feeding myself. And what I liked hearing about um, someone else's story is that every time they heard a no, it was they looked at each time they went in to pitch as an opportunity to practice. It, it's like interviewing for a job. Yeah. I tell people... Go interview. Go interview. Go inter- If you're headhunted, mm-hmm. you go interview because it's great training. It's like mm-hmm. dating, you know? Yeah. No, you're a no, you're a no, no until you get your yes, <laughs> right? No, yeah. So go date some business loans, you know? Yeah. Go go interview them, but yes. don't you dare let anybody steal your thunder. And so what if they tell you no? It's just yes, but not today. Well, there, these are so many nuggets that I'm taking away with. I think my biggest one is elevator pitch for my funding. Elevator pitch your funding. I love that. Because... Every time you go to an event, you need to, hi, my name's Heather. Hey, Heather, tell me a little bit about what you do. Oh, my God, I'm so glad you asked. Here's what I do. I have this, and we're in the process. And where are you right now? We're in the process of looking for funding. Yeah. I'm looking for a building. I'm looking for funding. End of story. Because you are. And just mm-hmm. be proud of it. Yeah. And then you're going to get your yes. I then it's it. going to be Thursday. Then it's going to be Thursday. It's going to be yes. your Thursday. That's it. Good stuff, right? Good stuff, Melissa. Okay, here's the fun questions as we wrap up. I love fun questions. Yeah. We have two fun questions. Okay. So, one is, what is your God-sized dream? What is your next one? I'm sure you have many, but what is your next God-sized dream? I'm almost afraid to say it out loud. Um, There's there's, um, a minister that I listen to his, um, his... his sermons and podcasts and he always fills me up and it's so interesting you know you turn it on and you're like coincidence I think not yeah and um I love mentoring and I love the fact that we helped Nick and there's so many more that I want to help and give back to Mm -hmm. and um he said pray to God make you famous in your own industry so you have funding to give back and, I, mm-hmm. and you struggle as Christians going, ah, famous in my own industry. I don't want to be famous. Yeah. But I think he meant to make your business successful. Right. So our business is so successful. Number one, I want to open more stores. That's mm-hmm. been, I have a number in mind um, and I want to open more stores. 
but that we get so successful that I don't have to be there day to day. That I'm able to go out and I'm fostering. Um, I've been met, I've I've already met with two women that their families have thought about fostering teens, mm-hmm. and they asked me, and I told them the good, the bad, and the ugly, because who better to talk about it than someone who's living it? Right. So that's where I would like to be able to give back. So that's to me. Mm-hmm. And my husband and I would love. He actually adopted kids when he was twenty. Really? Whole nother story. But he's been doing it his entire life. Yeah. So he's like, some people bring home pets, we bring home kids. I love that. And we hope that this is one of many, if God allows, and it's the right fit for our family. Mm -hmm. And so my God-sized dream is that the business takes off enough where he and I can fill our hearts with, you know, with with the love that we have for these kids. It's beautiful. Okay, so since we are a faith and fashion organization. Yes. What is, and you are so fashionable. Oh, you're sweet. All the time. It doesn't matter what you, I mean, you're just so cute and perfect all the time. Even, even today when you're, you say you're casual, you're still super, super cute. I love it. So what is your favorite, either, either fashion trend in the moment or what you cannot leave the house without? Well, I don't know who started the messy bun, Mm -hmm. but girl, and I, you know, to me, it was some old granny, and then we made fun of her for years, and now I can't live without yep. it. So my dry shampoo and messy bun with four kids. <laughs> yeah. So that is that is my favorite thing. Yeah. And I don't know that that I'm trendy. I don't know that yeah. I I'm trendy. You don't have but to be. I I cannot live without high heels. Yeah. I just cannot. You I wear them with yeah. everything. I with my Lululemons, with my shorts. So mm-hmm. a messy bun and high heels and lip yeah. gloss. And I need it's all I need, mm-hmm. right? And I thank God I, yeah. that those things are trendy or yeah. if or in style or maybe they're I out say, of style. If but you put your hair in a ponytail with some with some red lipstick, you look like you put an effort in. Yes. And throw it doesn't a pair need of heels, much. You girl, don't need much. And then you've got your you're ready to pitch your elevator phone. Uh, that's, that's all you need. <laughs> that's all I need. Mm-hmm. I love it. Well, thank you so no, much. Thank you for coming over. I appreciate our time. That's awesome. Yeah. So don't forget, we are fearfully and wonderfully made. Yeah. And we are his treasured possession. So go find your Thursday. That's it. Right? That was easy. You're so fun. Hey, thanks for joining us today. And if you want to chat more, we would love to meet you face to face. Every month in Austin, Texas, we host a free event called Gather Her. And you're invited. It's a night where faith, fashion, fun, and friends collide. If you don't live in Austin or just love to read, join our online community where you'll find weekly devotionals and resources you can take with you everywhere. A very special thanks to our CW friends who support this podcast and all of our programs through monthly donations. It's because of your generosity, women around the world are being equipped and empowered to be who they are created to be. For all of this and more, visit createdwoman.net and be sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram. And a special shout out to our producer, Taylor Stearns, who made this all possible. I'm Heather Frierson, and you're listening to Girl Talk from Created Woman.